0: There are all five leprechaun films, including the one.
1: What was the one with Jennifer Aniston? It's the first one.
0: Is it? Yeah, and the fifth one is got iced tea in it, (laughs) and the fourth one is in space.
1: Okay, but Jason X,
0: leprechaun. It's just leprechaun. Uh, Leprechaun two. This time, luck has nothing to do with it. (laughs) Leprechaun three. Welcome to Vegas. The odds are you won't leave alive. <laughs> leprechaun four. One small step for man. One giant leap of terror. Oh, god. Leprechaun five in the hood. Word leprechaun in the hood. Evil's in the
1: house. Hello and welcome to the oncast. My name is Dom. It's one half of the Oncast. I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Yes. Tonight we're talking about the Disney Plus original series *WandaVision*, starring Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, Katherine Hahn, and Theona Paris. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, we're not, we're not mad. We have been watching it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, we've been um talking about it sporadically, but it's now the finale came out yesterday. We're 24 hours out from the finale episode of *WandaVision*. Um, yeah. And now we're able. We're going to talk about the series as a whole um we will obviously be getting into spoilers um mm-hmm. stuff at the back end but we'll try and take it chronologically and sort of talk about it from you know episode by episode if you like or from yeah, the beginning. we'll get um, there but before we do all that just generally speaking without getting into too many specifics how did you feel about the series as this is the first um... disney plus series from marvel
0: yeah i liked <laughs> it i really liked it yeah but it uh i don't know like there were things that really bothered me and there were things that i was just completely fine with yeah um getting used to something like a large scale show mm. being presented on a small scale yeah um yeah I, I like i think the gimmick went on too long at the start
1: what the um the yeah, sitcom.
0: I think the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, I was like, okay, like, I don't know, it, this, this is the same sort of shit that I had with Mando, mm. is that a lot of it feels like, like, they've got a great idea, yeah. but they've padded it out a lot.
1: Yeah, a little bit, I guess so. But
0: like, especially in the front end, like, as we get to, like, probably episode four onwards,
1: mm.
0: we are absolutely cracking great guns you know and i think it really works but i think the fact that they it took one maybe one episode too long to get into it at the start
1: yeah i think so well that's partly why they they obviously because to go back to the very beginning at the beginning of this whole thing they um they released the first two episodes together yeah um that was like a bit of a shock to the system for everybody because everyone was like chomping at the bit for there to be new marvel content and the thing to bear in mind as well is that this was not meant to be the way it came out like this was not how marvel intended us to see this really well no because it was i think originally we were going to get um we were going to get first black widow then falcon the winter soldier then wandavision right but what's happened is because um falcon and winter soldier was still filming were at the back end of their filming schedule when the coronavirus hit they had to sort of go on hiatus and what that meant was one division sort of leapfrogged over them okay so now they've ended up coming up sooner but this should have been like the third thing that we saw in the new phase of marvel stuff but Uh, it it ended up being the first thing um right which is why i think at the beginning like there was a lot of backlash from the first couple of episodes and then in the third episode it was like really this is it this is what we like i remember there' a bit like a meme going around where like we waited two years for there to be some new marvel content and it was just it was vision singing um oh mcdonald had a farm with a little ukulele in back and white <laughs> like really this, this, is what, this is what they're going with i'm like yeah okay i can see i can see why no, i can be. see
0: it but at the same time like yeah come on
1: yeah i yeah for, i loved the the early episodes um and and, and still do you know, you know comparatively when we go back to the rest of it but i loved it was the the sort of a because it's like it's this perfect recreation of these of these old sitcoms um and yeah. the attention to detail and the way they did it like even the fact that so that first episode is called filmed in front of a live studio audience and it was like, yeah and it feels like that it feels like a set and then as tv progresses is like it gets better so the next episode now they're outside because they can do that now and, then, <laughs> yeah. and the episode after that one now it's in color and like i loved all that like tv history stuff um mm. but i think what i liked more than, the, than that even is the it felt a little sort of like twilight zoney like every yeah. now and then you get like in that first episode like my uh, the bit where the the the, the because the, the whole premise of that first episode is just visions boss is coming over for dinner and there's the point where he starts choking and then there's his wife who's played by i can't remember her name but uh deborah something who's who was in um uh that 70s show and yeah. she starts freaking out and everything's and it all gets a little bit like scary it's like something gets a bit right. weird it all gets a bit weird and and again you get that in the, in the next episode you get the bit where dotty's freaking out and then she starts bleeding and there's the hang on suddenly now there's something is in color everything else is in black and white. Yeah. All that sort of twilight while Jimmy Woo as we find out later it's Jimmy Woo is on the radio trying to get hold of Wanda. Yeah. All that twilight zone type stuff. I loved all that. That was great.
0: I thought it was brilliant. I yeah. just thought it took a little too long to
1: get there. Yeah, and I think it's definitely this whole series has suffered from the weekly episode drop. I think if yeah. it all come out in one hit we would be there are things that people have had issues with that they would not have had if they just dropped it all in one hit like they do with the netflix shows or or you know whatever it really happens to be or i think mm-hmm. arguably i will get to this towards the back end but i think they probably could have dropped the last two in one hit or combined them into one longer episode um, yeah i, think that I completely
0: be agree because that because really- it did suffer from a fairly significant like it worked televisually
1: yeah, sort of. But, I mean, yeah, we'll get to the we'll back end. Yeah, I think like it worked
0: in the way that it would be structured. Like from the fact that they're, you know, they're doing like a throw up of, um, like anything television, mm. but from a actual narrative perspective, it definitely suffered.
1: Yeah, um and that's what I like. Yeah, like I say, I really like the early episodes because. Again, because of the fact that we had this weird twilight zoney thing going on, which was like the through line. That was the thing that was like the yeah you know, the main plot driving forward. But what you also had was because they were sticking to the the sitcom format, it meant yeah. that there was a a beginning, a middle, and end to each episode. Yeah. Back at the beginning, it had like right there was a conflict, there's a resolution, and then at the end of the day, everyone's back to and everything goes back yeah. to normal like it always was.
0: Like a sitcom Set up conflict resolution standard yeah, exactly. television.
1: So it meant that they were inherently, by their nature, they just felt a little bit more satisfying on their own, and then you could wait another week for the next one, whereas when we got to the back end of the season, it was cliffhanger. And then the momentum cuts, and you've got to wait a week to find out what happens next. It's like, oh, fuck. And it's just like... So that, I feel like, yeah, towards the back end, when it became more serialised and became more like a, a Marvel movie, chunk, you know, broken up into chunks. Yeah, That's where I started getting frustrated with it. Um, and, and we've spoken about that um but yeah so yeah so you have the the two early episodes where yeah very classic sitcom tropes first it's about you know vision's um boss coming over and they've got to prepare a dinner so it's all pretty much set in one of two locations because that's how tv was like the dick van dyke show yeah Um, you couldn't go out anywhere other than two sets and that's it yeah. Um, and then the next one is, like, oh, well now we're out in the town square and it's about the talent show, which again, a talent show is just an, the, exactly the kind of sitcom <laughs> trope. And they did that brilliantly. Um, and then you get, well, so the seventies one was again, where, where Wanda is suddenly pregnant and she has yeah. the babies. Um, but that's where you also get like, um, what I really appreciate from watching that episode actually, because I did a bit of a binge watch, um, before the finale I just watched because I watched them all like multiple times as they came out one once mm. or twice over the weekend or whatever but then before the finale I just binge watched the whole lot
0: I went to do the same and got yeah. up to I think it was episode 6
1: yeah and then just skipped ahead well I just well when I say I watched them I watched them in the background I had them on whilst I was doing other things during the day right. which I'm paid to do um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that I could do that because I'd seen them all more than once already, so I just did yeah. that and then watched the finale when I finally got my opportunity to watch the finale. Um, and watching it like that is great. It is you see, you know, everything's all the groundwork's laid there. You see everything coming, and you see everything like all the logic is checks out. Um, but yeah, what I really appreciate and kind of got skipped over is in the seventies episode. That's where we really see a lot more of Tiana um, Paris's character
0: yeah um, yeah we do
1: because that's before so we have episode four is when we get the full like the outside of westview where we get the real exposition done when we find out what's going on post snap and all that stuff which was fucking brilliant but yeah. before that we had episode episode three set in the 70s and what i thought was brilliant and they um I haven't talked about much his um tiana paris's performance in that because it's like this exaggerated like what a black character would be like in this in a 70s white person sitcom <laughs> yeah you know i mean she's yeah. really over the top and like sort of and it's like almost like black exploitation. she's got a little afro because oh hell no why don't you gotta go can i borrow a bucket and like really over the top and then you go to the next episode and she's like a modern african-american woman talking like a normal person and it's yeah, like that's
0: it's just not some horrible stereotype that Exactly, I, like, that. like some sort of Middle class white man studio writers got because his dad works at the studio, yeah. you know. But
1: I, I love that they. That's that's when like because up till now it's like oh, but they've clearly watched a load of the Dick Van Dyke Show or the, you know whatever the the particular episode and they recreated that um, aesthetic really well. But then when they got to that, it's like okay, they're going even further with the with the critique or the 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 satire of what TV was like back then. It's always it's coming into the characters and the characterizations as well. Yeah. It's not just the aesthetics, not just the the sets and the and the situations they're in. They're really getting into this is how characters were portrayed back then, and we're not going to shy away from that. And like, fuck, this is great, this is really good.
0: And it does it in a really good. where well, it does just such a great job of being true. to so, like everything that's in there, so the way that the music is, the way that it's shot, the film stock that's or where well, it's made to look like, yeah. 70s film stock even though it's not and or like you say all the furnishings and the the, the way that the, the the visual language of it the way that it's all set up and composed and the shots and the lighting and
1: well even color the, the, temperatures um, it's all yeah the uh that we haven't even mentioned the <laughs> the changing Opening title sequences and and theme oh, yeah. songs, which are yeah. fucking brilliant. I love the theme songs. And they that's just really Beck, brilliant. isn't
0: it? That's did all of those.
1: Did he do all of them? I didn't know that. I think so. I knew he was involved. I didn't realize that that's amazing. Yeah. Um
0: and it's yeah.
1: and you get like a yeah. little animated one that's like a it's a bit like Bewitched. That's what uh, yeah. in the in the second episode. Um, and they're all just catches can get stuck in your head.
0: It's fucking brilliant.
1: Yeah it's great and, that, and that's then, why I like yeah, yeah.
0: well there's another thing that's uh an excruciating earworm which is also a oh, yeah. solid banger of a song as oh, well absolutely but...
1: yeah we'll get to that <laughs> in the back end um but yeah i mean like i say i love those first three episodes um and it, it they dovetail perfectly into that fourth episode because we get, we get that confrontation with um what who we then find out is monica um it's monica rambo yeah um and but we don't know that to begin with she's just a, a character in in um Wanda's sitcom and she turns up in the second episode and then ha- has a lot more to do in the third suddenly they're there talking about the twins and she talks about her brother pietro and then she he was killed by ultron and you get that that see, that whole scene was great because that was like in, that was happening and there's really like tense confrontation between Wanda and um and Monica, and then outside they were having like Vision was having the conversation with Herb and who be known who as um Agnes. Yeah. And he was saying, She doesn't belong here, she just has no home. And everything's getting super tense after this, like fairly light-hearted. She's not episode. one
0: of us, she's not here.
1: Yeah, she doesn't, she has no home. No, yeah, you know, she doesn't live here and all the rest of it and all this. Shit. And it's like, this is what I'm talking about. This is great. And then that then dovetails perfectly, Wanda throws her out, and then we get into the fourth episode where we get this amazing look into what's going on in the MCU at the moment. Um And we get that opening sequence where we get the reverse snap from a different point of view. Yeah. It was fucking unreal. <laughs> like, Unsnap. The, but well, they call the whole thing. The whole incident is the blip. And that seems to be the, the common term. Now they use it again in this show and they've used it in far from home. Um, yeah. So that seems to be the, the common. T- I don't know if they have a, t- so the, yeah, there must be a term for, you know, the... the disappeared. Well, everyone says the disappeared, I think they called them, don't they? It's like yeah. every, Oh, you disappeared. And then if disappeared personnel ever came back, this is what we would do. But I don't know if they've got a term for what we call the coming back. Um, but, no. like, I think this was great because, like, last yeah, obviously in the Spider-Man film, they kind of played it off for laughs. Like you had things like you know the the um, band turning up in the middle of a basketball game and stuff yeah. like that. Is it was funny because that it suits the style. But this is this horrifying. is horrifying. This is like tragic and horrifying, and it's and it's really good that I think again it shows the strength of Marvel knowing that we've got these these events that have to factor into you know they're these big earth shattering events like what happened in the two Avengers movies. Yeah. And we have to factor them in. We can't ignore them because we want everything to be connected. But we will play them in the way that is best suited for this particular project that we're doing. Yeah. So for Spider Man, it makes sense for it to be funny because it's light hearted Spider Man, you know, high school comedy. That's that's what those films are. For this, the whole sort of point of One Division seems to be is you know an exploration of grief and loss and dealing with that and all that kind of stuff. So. Having it be set in the hospital and and having the the way everything went down is like well that fits this series isn't it obviously yeah and yeah God
0: so good it is really good no, there's so much depth to it and there's so much more yeah. to it which is one of the things that so before we get on too far because the next episode is when there's a fairly significant.
1: reveal yeah
0: yeah Um, that's when shit
1: got crazy and that's where arguably they shot themselves in the foot but we'll talk about that
0: yeah it's one of those things where i'm like up until this point i was like right it took a little too long to get where it needed to be but i'm on board
1: yeah for for, one a lot of people around as well i knew we'd have friends of ours who were like Uh, i don't know it's weird like sitcom like i don't get it what's the point yeah and then suddenly this one sort of gave it that context and go no we're post you know end game this is where we're at this is what's going on and it sort of set it in place to where it is in the marvel universe um yeah and suddenly everyone was on board um but yeah sorry gone. and it's
0: and it sort of got to that and like i was saying like the main issue that i had was that it took a little too long getting where it needed to be and i was like okay you're kind of not i don't know not showing off but you're starting to lose like people start gonna lose confidence yeah and it did start happening they pulled it in but i think yeah like i said i just think they
1: should have cut down one episode a bit yeah or just change the structure the release structure so you put out mm. two at a time yeah Do you know because I mean? so also because like part of it is that i mean can't forget this this is a tool to keep people subscribed to a subscription service no of course that and so that you know an element of it is and i feel that it has suffered from that in a number of ways um yeah in a similar and way to mando mando ended up becoming more episodic more bitty because they had to make it to try and keep people on the hook to keep them coming back for more
0: yeah. Um, and that's what frustrated me with Mando as well is that yeah. there was too much like hopping around mm. doing soddle and then you're like all of a sudden it's like and now here's a ton of story stuff quickly. Yeah. And then nothing for another episode. Yeah. And you're like oh, okay. Like just as you were starting to gain some traction and then this is that's and one thing that kept kept happening here just as again interaction, like and it became yeah. annoying. That yeah, it end. became
1: particularly annoying. Like I found it on the what was the modern family episode. Um, so they had like so yeah, so fast forwarding a little bit. We have the, the Halloween episode, which is good fun, and there's mm-hmm. stuff to talk about, and then you get what is like the modern family what That's the one where I was like, you could have skipped it. You Could have just got to the point yeah. now. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like now you're just dragging it out. Um, with the story barely progressed in that in that episode. Yeah. Um, we got a big reveal at the end of it to say who the villain was, and then it just stopped. I'm like, right, well, you took you 20 minutes to build up to something actually happening, and then you just stopped. And now I have yeah. to wait for a week to find out what happens next. That's really fucking annoying. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, there and wasn't enough te-
1: interesting in the episode. Whereas, like, in the even in like the Halloween episode, we got to spend a lot more time with like Pietro, who we'll talk yeah. about. But that was in and of itself fun and exciting and something to worth worth talking about. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then he wasn't in that, that
1: episode. No, the, yeah. The what the um again that uh the Modern Family one. He wasn't in. And again, yeah. like things like we had like a big com- so again the seventies one ends with a big confrontation between Wanda and Vision, where he's starting to figure out what what's going on. Yeah. And they have this amazing scene where he's just like, look, I don't remember my life before this. I And because he, he has this, again, another amazing scene in that episode is where he unveils Norm, the guy who he works with, and he gives him back his life for a second. Yeah. And that that guy is an amazing actor as well. I, it's like everyone in this show is unreal, by the way. We haven't talked about Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany yet, but they are phenomenal. Yeah but everybody else, all the bit players. And I remember that got Norm having that one scene that he has where the guy just, he goes, he has to go from being like this 70s guy who's amazed by computers and doesn't know what's going on to, oh my God, make her stop. She's in my head and I can't, you yeah, know, and, and then just snap back again in a second. And he does it perfectly. He's so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. But um. Yeah, it's that point, and
1: you go, Oh fuck,
0: this guy, it's you know, it shows its hand
1: mm. to that's I what I mean. Like you, you get that confrontation between Wonder and Vision, and then they don't spend any more they barely spend any more screen time together then for the next two episodes.
0: Yeah.
1: He goes out to go and investigate on in on the Halloween episode, and then he spends the whole he doesn't then see her again until the finale. Mm. Which means we don't see those two characters on screen together for like the better part of three weeks. Do you know what I mean like you can't? Yeah. You have a again. There's a little bit of, of tension the following day or whatever. Where she's like, "Oh, thank you for humouring me and putting on this costume." When they they come down in their comic accurate yeah. costumes for um for Halloween, which is great. And he's like, "Well, there was nothing else in my wardrobe, was there?" So and it's like this, oh shit. And then he goes, yeah, snaps back into his sitcom dad. He goes, oh, "I knew you like Mexican wrestler." And he goes, "Oh no, I'm playing along. I'm playing along. Don't worry." And there's this yeah. tension. I'm like, show me more of that. But they—that was it. And then you get nothing until the, they meet up again in the finale. Yeah, it's like ah, that's just. But
0: then he again. does that bit with. There's a scene with him and Agatha where he sort of d yeah. her. Yeah. And you like there's this there's a lot of there are a few things in there that you just go. Why did you do that? like because it's too late in the game to set her up as a red herring yeah because you're about to do the reveal in the next episode yeah and there's there's so much going on that you're just if if you'd have given us a bit more of a tidbit in that episode about these things and like i don't know like there was really bizarre structuring in places yeah like overall it's a it's a big success
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it
0: tells a great story, but the pacing is what frustrated me throughout the whole thing. Like the end of, like as I got on, I was like, as things started to happen at the end of the episode, Mm. you'd go, right, oh, something, big's about to happen, but I'm not going to find out until next week what it is.
1: Yeah, and that's and it was
0: and the anticipation of going. I know that this is not going to go anywhere. Yeah, now, right. I know that there's going to be some sort of reveal, and then it's going to end on the cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, and some of the thing is some of those reveals in and of themselves are amazing. We need to talk about the first of those, which was Evan Peters. Yeah. So, again, we're we're from this point on. Let's just say spoilers because we're going to. I think the Evan Peters is the turning point when we get into the end game, really. Um, but basically what happens is yeah, we get Wonder and Vision are having this argument and he's starting to get to the truth of what's going on. And it's all kicking off. And then the doorbell rings. Yeah. And she walks over. And again, that, that episode was great because they had the whole thing about the dog, didn't they? Where it was like, they got a dog. Sparky. And married, Sparky. And it's like on a very special episode. And it's like, yeah, that is like more that sort of eighties sitcom where, <laughs> oh, now we're, we're going to teach the kids something about death in this episode yeah because we're now now you know tv shows have to come with a moral now that's something that they've done by this point in tv they have to come with some sort of story and lesson to be learned for the viewers yeah because oh yeah i had a brother but he but and so it was hinted at and everyone was like are they going to bring quicksilver back she goes and answers the door and who's standing there but quicksilver but it's evan peters who's played quicksilver (laughs) in the X Men movies. Um, yeah, and it's largely by the sort of the fandom. He's he's one of the the high points of those X Men movies. They're you know they're not particularly well loved those later X Men movies. But one of the things that universally people seem to like is him. He was like one of the highlights of Days of Future Past. Yeah, um, and he had a really good scene in Apocalypse, and everyone was like Quicksilver great. And he's better than the version of Quicksilver we got in the MCU, which was played by Aaron Taylor Johnson, and had one only one um, appearance in Age of Ultron. Um, Which was the movie that introduced both Wanda and Vision?
0: Yeah, I mean, really speaking, comic book wise, the one that we got in Age of Ultron is a lot more sort of like comic accurate, arrogant, mistrusting, Mm. like wanker. You know, like because he is like Quicksilver isn't a good guy. What he means, like he might he might fight on the side of good. He's not a good guy or a nice guy or a likable character in any way, shape, or form. He's a a piece of shit. He
1: he, um, takes a lot of his cues from... There's a guy you can move metal. His mum used to know. know
0: No, no. No idea.
1: No. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he'll fight on the side of good when it's convenient to him. That's Yeah, that that does sound familiar. (laughs) Um, Anyway, yeah, so he turns up and then the world went mental because everyone then sort of saw that and it was an amazing piece of what ended up being essentially stunt casting. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. Um and I can see why people are annoyed. I was annoyed. I went in saying if that's what, if it ends up being stunt casting I'll be really pissed off. And now I'm sat here and I feel like an idiot for saying that. <laughs> because <laughs> like I think it was just, everyone got excited about the idea. We know that there are certain things we know. One of which is that Elizabeth Olsen will be playing a big part in the next um Doctor Strange movie, which is called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So little things like that that fans and proper nerds know mean that when we see things like this guy from the X-Men movies turning up, we start jumping to conclusions. And the whole internet, there was a thousand like clickbait articles about, you know, Evan Peters, we're ushering in the age of the multiverse. This is it. We're you know, like, oh my God, they're bringing all the X-Men over or some of the X-Men or has Wonder summoned him from another dimension and all this shit. And it gets you excited. You can't help it by get excited. <laughs> and you go, oh shit, is that what, how they're going to do it? You know, we, again, we know the mutants are coming. These are all things they know that we know that. And, and do- that's, yeah.
0: Like no, I love the fact that they did this.
1: Yeah, it's like, like now I can see it. Now that I can see it for what it is, I appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, what it is is a great like bait and switch and a, an in joke essentially. It's the kind of thing that would be done in like a in a Deadpool movie or whatever. That is just a a meta in joke to to wind up the fans, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. But for the for, but. The excitement and the of oh my god, what if they are doing that? And then that led to, that leads people down the path of does that, this mean that Ian McKellen's going to turn up or Patrick Stewart or do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like all these things that people yeah. start spinning off because of this. And I think it was I think it was a mistake. Basically, I think much as it was great and a really good reveal and really exciting, I think given the where they ended up going with it, they probably shouldn't have done it.
0: <laughs> I um. I think that, can I be very frank? Yeah, go on. I think it was a brilliant thing that they did. Yeah. I think it was brilliant and they absolutely should have done it because it lays out, the, it lays you to the point of the same confusion that you don't know what's happening that Wonder and Vision are both going through.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because
0: you're then racking your brains going, well, what does this mean? Like, well, does it, is it this or is it this or is it yeah. this or is it this? And it turns yeah. out that they pull that curtain back.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're like, oh, it is all a big facade.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like the yeah, whole that's, thing. That's a fair like the. Yeah.
0: And it's
1: a meta way of reaching out of the screen and getting us questioning it on a different level than we were before. Yeah. Like, we knew that none of this was real. And there were, like, because at that point, we already knew that, oh, she's putting out a sitcom into the world thanks to Dr. Darcy Lewis. Yeah. And that this is all just a, a figment of Wanda's imagination to some extent. But then when he turns up, it raises more questions. keeps us guessing. It throws a, a spanner in the works. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah that's a fair point.
0: Because that's that's basically where I landed with it. Because I, I don't know, like I kind of got a bit frustrated a couple of years back when I was just like, I'm fed up with every article telling me that this one, this pencil sharpener that's in the background means this. And I'm like, well, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean anything. It's just in the background. They're like, oh, yeah, but like, uh, Quicksilver's hair, if you look at his hair, it looks like the Wolverine hair. Uh, And it looks like it's uh, definitely uh, a a reference to Wolverine from issue number so-and-so and -and -and so-and-so when his hair was like slightly grayer. And you're like, no, it's not. It's just the way that they've done it. Like, I'm sorry that you want it to be more, but sometimes that's what you get. And I just got so annoyed with that that I stopped doing. I stopped watching trailers. Yeah, and like I watched one trailer for things, and I think that really helped me enjoy this one a bit more. Yeah, definitely.
1: Because, like, yeah, I I felt towards the back end I was getting like, oh my god, like. One specifically, and I think we should talk about this. Actually, is the aerospace engineer? Yeah, the fucking aerospace engineer, man. Like, you were convinced. I, I was. was like- I was like, I was. I don't know what. I, again, I. I feel like this is a misstep from the from the show a little bit. Unless it's it's leading me on, and yeah, it's not. Well, that's not a misstep. They got me. I guess I don't know. I just feel like they purposely baited the hook on that one. And what we're talking about is in episode five i think it is or i don't know it's one that you know after we've established monica and jimmy and all that lot and they're all set up she's talking about how she would attempt to go back into the you know westview and and the anomaly as they're calling it and she says right i need this very specialized vehicle that's going to allow all the radiation to bounce off it and everything's fine she goes with like a knowing smile on her face she's like i think i know an aerospace engineer who'd be up for this challenge and then makes a phone call and we don't see who it is and everyone and every again everyone on the fucking internet for the next week is like oh my god who's the aerospace engineer and we're going is that reed richards he's an aerospace engineer he builds shit oh my god (laughs) they've got to bring in reed richards oh my god oh my god oh my god and everyone's freaking out and but then the, the thing is then the following week she then says ah my guy is here i've got to go meet him over the ridge and so we get a little little bit more of information. little Because they haven't forgotten it. They're keeping us on the hook. and They're just going to give us a little bit more information. Say, oh, right, it's a mail. And then leave it for another week. So there's another week's worth of speculation and fan theories and people getting excited about it. And so that's what made It's That second week was the one where it made me go, I think it is, you know, I think it is going to be Reed Richards. It's going to be fucking John Krasinski playing Reed Richards. Because they logged it out for a second week. If they just revealed it the following week and it was nothing, which is what it turned out to be, it was just some random yeah. army woman. Then that's fine. But because they baited it for two weeks, that made me think it was going to be something bigger than it was. Yeah, and I'm an idiot. I bought into it. I'm. A, I feel like I'm a, like an idiot. But I remember when the when the woman turned up and said, "Oh hi, Monica. Okay, here's your thing." I was like, "Fuck you. You're not. You're not Reed Richards. You're not Hank McCoy. You're not any of these people that I thought it might be." <laughs> I was like, Yeah. Why would it be? <laughs> There's no reasonable reason for that to be the case. You just read too many shit, too much shit on the internet, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, I feel, yeah, I feel stupid.
0: <laughs> and that's that's kind of like because when you you were like that's Reed Richards, I was like, where the fuck did you get that from? And like you're you like get, engineer, aerospace engineer. I'm like, Reed's like a quantum physicist.
1: Yeah, but he, he built the he built the Fantastic Card, didn't he? Kind of, and then like, and like the portal that took them to the negative, yeah, but that zone. was not like, like it's all that like, whole lot of But then, but like, then loads like, of people with like all kinds of theory. Then it was like, not even read, it was going to be what if it's roadie? Like, yeah, that makes sense. Aerospace, yeah, okay, you could be Rhodey. right. Or it could be, there was all these different, who is it? And there was like articles and articles about these are like the top five people it could be. And it was none of them, obviously. It was absolutely none of them. It was not one person that we've ever heard of before. It was just some random woman who Monica had a relationship with. But they kept us guessing about it for two. Like, why do that? Why have a whole thing? She goes, I'll call my guys and see if they can make it. And that, and then two, two episodes later, she goes, hi, Monica, we made it. Why do the whole cryptic... Oh, an aerospace engineer who's up to this challenge. And then it is a shot of her using her phone, and then and then bait it again the following week. Oh, my guy's here. He's got it. He's just over the ridge. All this mysterious, like, like you know, build up, build up, build up, and then to nothing. Like, why did they do that? If just if not just to wind me up?
0: I think that's part of it.
1: Yeah, it's why I know it's why, and it's just it's just throwing everybody
0: off, and it's just a... Deepen that sense but of for unease. But like that
1: one, that one felt unnecessary. Like the unease stuff, like that makes. But sense I think that's in... particularly
0: like because I didn't, I didn't even detect no. that. No. Like at no point did that enter my head of, that this yeah. might be a thing, and I was like, oh, it's just she's just got someone that she knows that she's just mentioned in passing.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I'm like, why don't they just why the way they played it like made it out there was more than that. Do you know what I mean? They they. Purposely... I, that's, I didn't pick that pick up on it. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's that's, just because, that's it's just because people are overanalyzing every fucking thing. And I just remember mm. the worst thing was like, yeah, when on the um the Halloween episode, it was every single thing that um Pietro Pietro said um was analyzed. Like he said like when he, he called the kids demon spawn and he said, Oh, it's it's charming as hell. Everyone's like Mephisto, he's the devil. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he said he 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 called them demon spawn. That means they are demon spawn and they're part of Mephisto and he's Mephisto. Like no, they've done that on purpose to wind us up, but that's not what it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: because there is that line in the finale when she says, you are, you're you an actor or you're just an actor?
1: I don't know if he, she does, by the way. I went back and had a quick look. I don't know. I think you might have projected that, but we'll talk about that Really? Time. I think, yeah. I, I, you're Matt Boner. She definitely says that about his line, his name, when it is silly, but I don't think she necessarily says you're just an actor um that's oh, okay. from just, just quickly doing a quick scrub of it with subtitles on i didn't yeah. see that line but i might be wrong um but again him being an actor would explain that headshot with his name on it yeah so that yeah you you might be right there. she might have said that but yeah
0: um well i don't know but yeah i i mean that's the thing that i th- I'm, i thought i did but like sam so maybe projecting but it is just that i don't know like that's another thing that really like i kind of suffered by proxy on this
1: what because of me i'm sorry
0: no not because of you just because like every time i'd open the internet yeah i'd get like a google news article and they'd be like oh this means this or you know top five things that mean this about
1: so and so you're like you won't believe number five yeah exactly you're just like just fuck off yeah, I know, and I I bought into it, and it's partly it, a lot of it, I guess, is the, the thing of the the way we are, the state of the world at the moment is that it's the main thing that's on at the moment. There's no movies yeah. out; we're all stuck in at home, can't do anything, so we do obsess over these these things in the in a way it, they get they garner more attention than they would do otherwise. So it means that, and then on top of that, Marvel then pours gas on the flames by doing stuff like casting Evan Peters. Johnny, they do. They yeah. know what they're doing and then you oh, get yeah, people those... like and then fucking paul bettany going oh there's an actor who i get to work with who i have really intense scenes with in the final episode who i've always wanted to work with all my life and then everyone's you,
0: you are absolutely in denial about that
1: you absolutely like, we've got
0: whatsapp messages are you I know, like I know, no, I know no it can't I, be it can't possibly be he that.
1: can't just be meaning himself he can't be there's no way it's got to be cumberbatch i was from the very beginning i was like Cumberbatch, 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 Cumberbatch has got to turn up in this this series at the very end. He's got to. We know it's leading into Multiverse of Madness. It makes so much sense for him to do it. He'll turn up and sort everything out at the very end. And failing that, then we had the Evan Peters thing, and it was like, well, what if it is Ian McKellen? (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) Because when we last left that off, Evan Peters was about to tell, it was Michael Fassbender, that you're my dad. I was like no, surely not. I went back and watched X Men films, Tom. That's how much they got me. They made Tom. me go back and watch X Men films.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, you didn't.
1: I, again, background watching. I didn't spend like my evening time watching. <laughs> I'm not an idiot.
0: <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, oh no, yeah, you're right. Got she, me. Yeah, she doesn't say that.
1: Yeah. I don't. Know, I don't know where you got that. <laughs> do I? But yeah, but you obviously you're you're saying that perfectly explains because I I think I've already one of the things I said is like how come he's got a pit like a picture of himself with his name on it like that that seems a bit weird, and it's mm-hmm. like he's an actor that's his headshot I'm like, obviously
0: yeah
1: obviously like that makes perfect sense. Um, because the other thing that people have speculated on that and they still haven't answered it actually is this the whole reason that the FBI and sword became aware of it was because there was a missing persons case. Oh, okay do you remember that so right at the very beginning it was Jimmy Woo's had a missing person um, and he went in to find out about it and that person lived in Westview and then he went around and uh, and asked around all his next of kin and friends and they said Mm. uh, they'd never heard of him which was like that's an interesting ring because what that basically means is that all the people who were who were related to or knew people who lived in Westview had their memories of them just completely erased yeah so it meant that no one came looking for him for however long the whole anomaly went on for. Which is an interesting thing, but it, it, we still don't know who that missing person was, why Jimmy was looking after that person. Yeah. Were they in witness, witness relocation or something like that? And again, I don't think anything... like That's a, a thread that I think they probably will pick up. Really? Well, well, maybe not. Maybe it was just a knitting to get into that yeah maybe not i guess
0: i think it's just it might just be like a convenient sort of reason
1: for them to some stumble upon this thing that's happening yeah. yeah i guess so um yeah i mean what else to say i mean um yeah the halloween episode was great um it was like done in the style of malcolm in the middle which yeah was brilliant um malcolm in the middle one of the most underrated sitcoms oh, of God, years yeah. and i'm glad that this is getting more attention now because it all it like they really flat out spell out no 100 this is malcolm the middle when we get to the penultimate episode <laughs> yeah. um they even show clips of malcolm of Wanda watching malcolm the middle and the box set yeah. on top of the of, on the 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 big trove of box sets her and her family had back in sokovia so it was like yeah no we're, <laughs> yeah. we're not fucking about we've met malcolm the middle that's exactly what we were going for yeah great because that show is awesome
0: it's fucking brilliant um, I haven't seen it
1: in so long. It's but all on 4OD in the UK. Is it? Yep. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've just ruined your... Well, either ruined or made your Sunday awesome. Either way, you're not getting um, a lot done tomorrow.
0: No. Well, I'm still... So, uh, pull back the curtain a bit. I'm still smashing through a bunch of stuff on Star.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I'm currently watching The Strain. Oh, yeah. What? Which is... Genuinely quite good. Okay.
1: Well, maybe Nine. we'll talk about that. Yes. I think I'm, I remember watching maybe the pilot of that. Didn't it get cancelled after one series or two?
0: No. There's four seasons. Oh, really? Four seasons, and it tells a story across four seasons.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. So, and it, yeah, introduces, uh, this. you know, this, yeah. we'll get to it. We'll talk we'll about, talk about it, it. But anyway. Let's let's um, finish WandaVision. <laughs> but yeah, WandaVision. So the whole there were a lot of like, even like within our WhatsApp group, there was like a lot of speculation about different things. I yeah, was convinced... explaining
1: who Mephisto was to people because no one. Knew.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and I like, you convinced by none of it, to be honest. Like no, I right. was, I thought, so Agatha, Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Is... Even, even
1: that, sorry, just to play Agatha Harkness was something that like we, that people felt that fell flat as a reveal. Because people were speculating that Catherine Hahn was playing Ag of the Heartners since the first trailer came out.
0: See, I didn't mean, again, like, like people it's the already... speculation that's just fucked this show.
1: Yeah. So people just Because went, every oh, fucking
0: I, I, vlogger, a... blogger, YouTuber, whoever well, else has compares. gotten their claws on it just to say. Yeah. This is oh no, we know what this is. Yeah. and they've given so many different things that no matter what you're gonna get from that, it's gonna be disappointing.
1: Yeah. Um it's like, yeah, the um, the thing I'd seen the Agatha Heartness reveal, which we get at the end of the pen no, the seventh episode. Yeah. She finally says I'm Agatha Heartness. Um is like are people have compared it to um the I Am Khan reveal from Star Trek into Darkness. Right. It's like, well, we all knew that. You kept denying it, but we all knew that. And it means nothing to anyone in the room. It just means something to you. It's like, yeah. Well, if we hadn't, like, maybe if we hadn't overanalyzed and we hadn't had a year's off.
0: That's exactly what it was. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Because I I watched that and I went, oh, shit, it's Agatha Harkness. But then I have my own little fuckery from that because obviously i read a lot of comics yeah i read fewer now than i have done in years but um i read a lot of comics but agatha harkness in the character in the comics is a good character okay so i was like okay more specifically agatha harkness is the nanny of franklin richards franklin richards
1: see again you know how i know that not because i've read a comic because i've barely read any comics as you well know, yeah, because I heard some speculation shit on YouTube about this fucking TV show, yeah, which made everyone go, Oh my god, that means the Fantastic Four are coming. I think you said it yourself, didn't you? At one point, because that does lend more credence to the Fantastic Four, by the way, her yeah. being in it. And I was like, Really? And I was like, John Krasinski, he's gonna turn up next episode, yeah, <laughs> like, no, he's not, he's not it's not about him it's about anyway we need to stop talking yeah, about yeah it's
0: a really shit. crafted show well crafted show yeah. about somebody else
1: to yeah i think the main thing we need to stop talking about all these the things that didn't happen and start talking about the stuff that did happen yeah so i think where the where it really comes into focus is that penultimate episode where we get a full like exposition dump of everything's going on with wonder yeah and that's what that is, the, what the heart of the show and what it's really all about is that particular episode. And I think that probably still is, even after the finale, I think the penultimate episode is the strongest episode of the whole thing.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Um, because what we get is like a this is your life type thing where Ag- Agnes walks her back through all the traumas and the things that have happened to her to bring her to this point. Yeah. We get yeah. To, yeah. We get to see. Her and her family in Sokovia, and the, the the day the bomb hit with the Stark Industries logo on the side of it, which was like they told us that story back in Age of Ultron, now we see it happen. Um, we also that also gives us like this is why she's obsessed with sitcoms and where all this stuff comes from. So, yeah, it, it explains that great, perfect, good explanation, really like well acted and emotional scene, and like shocking. Like when they're midway through watching this Dick Van Dyke show, she's got this big smile on her face, this cute little. Girl playing Wonder at the age of like 10 or whatever it is, and then mm-hmm. there's just this explosion. Her and Pietro go flying forward, and the parents are gone. They're trapped in there for two days, hoping this stark bomb doesn't go off. It's like, yeah, fuck. It was one thing for, to, for her to or them to tell us that story back in Age of Ultron, it's another thing to see it.
0: Yeah, um, and that's that's because I was wondering whether they were going to do this sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, I was like, are they going to completely wreck on her stuff and her abilities? And are we going to see Aaron Taylor Johnson? Are we going to do anything here with this? Or are we just going to, are we just going to drop it?
1: No, I think they did is, it yeah, they,
0: really, really well.
1: Yeah. And I think that's, that's, what's great about the way they've managed to do it is that they haven't contradicted themselves at any point. One of no. the because that's, that's the next sort of big flashback we get then is Wanda like encountering the Mind Stone as part of an experiment with Hydra which again is something we know that happened that's canonically, that is what happens in the MCU, the way they get their powers is through Hydra doing experiments with the Mind Stones and yeah. again, the other thing that we find out in Age of Ultron they say you are the only two who ever survived the experiments
0: Yeah,
1: and no explanation has ever been given for that no until now now we're getting a little about wonder we have a bit of an explanation and what like the way that agatha says it is that so the mind stone like um activated or or you know sort of you know um brought to the fore something that otherwise would have died on the vine that's how she puts it yeah so there was something there initially there was some sort of power and like you could argue that because they're mutants this is their way of because that in the comic books they are mutants. Both her and Pietro are mutants. Well, no, they're not. Are they not?
0: N- not anymore.
1: Are they? Well, they reckoned that, have they.
0: Yeah, they reckoned it uh, around the same time of Age of Ultron. Right, that makes sense. So, um, so the, yeah, you don't Pietro need to get to and the Wanda.
1: Toward the history of those two. No,
0: like their whole shtick is now very very different from what it used to be so they're like oh they're mutants and then they were brought up by bova who's like a anthropomorphized cow and or whatever her name was and then yeah it's one of these shows where you just go uh, one of these sort of stories where you just go okay yeah because comics yeah but what they did recently was to say, um, no, that's not, that was the high evolutionary that did that did experiments on them. And then because the experiments didn't go as he'd planned, he, um, said cause said they were a failure and sent them back and under the guise of them being mutants.
1: Right. Okay.
0: That's like a similar thing. <laughs> They've done a similar thing with like Franklin Richards. Yeah. Uh, in that he spent so because he's got the power of like warping reality, mm. and he spent so much of his life wanting to be a mutant that he's now a mutant. Right. And okay. You go, okay. Like it's fucking silly, but it was, yeah. it's comic. You know.
1: Yeah, but and also I think part of that, like the what goes on in the comic books in terms of them like getting around people being mutants, is was down at least for a long time down to the fact they didn't own the rights to the movies. Yeah i think like it's no it's not a coincidence that that retcon happened around the time of age of ultron no it was you know it was them trying to take ownership of those characters in all mediums um because they i mean they didn't have like the x-men and the fantastic four have been sort of pushed to the back in terms of comics because up until recently marvel didn't have act you know didn't own those characters um but now maybe we'll see some some different stuff starting to happen um but yeah, I mean, what we do get? Yeah, we get in that same episode, we get her encounter with with the Mind Stone, and we get like this amazing sequence where we see like a glimpse of the Scarlet Witch coming at her in all her glory, in like in full costume. Yeah, and then and but then it like it cuts the feed and do, does the and then sets up. Oh, this is what happens in her show when something happens that she doesn't want people to see. She like edits the footage, and that's exactly what happened to the guys running the experiments on, in um, Hydra. Yeah. Um, so that was great. It doesn't... So we now know that she was the Scarlet Witch and had those latent abilities. We don't know about Pietro. Yeah. And it wasn't I it think was-
0: what they're going to do is they're going to have... I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do because the thing is, I think maybe it's going to be that the Mind Stone unlocked. Yeah. That thing that was there in the past because in the comics, her mother was the Scarlet Witch and their grand father was the scarlet warlock
1: okay
0: and it's this like lineage of these like scarlet magicians. they like wield the scarlet magic the hex magic yeah that affects probabilities and is like taps into chaos
1: yeah chaos magic yeah
0: and what they do is they so chaos in so much as like in the comics the chaos is that anything is a possibility and anything could happen but they alter that probability Mm. to make it happen so they're not doing magic they're essentially manipulating reality by doing sums sort of thing by adjusting the probability so that because you know we can got characters like domino for example whose inherent mutant ability is to be lucky yeah
1: yeah
0: that follows in that similar vein
1: That doesn't sound very cinematic
0: no and um but yeah so it's like that sort of thing
1: okay um, yeah, like I say, they've given some explanation to her. They haven't with Quitsilver. I feel that might be just due to the fact they're not really planning on doing anything more with him as a character, but it does yeah. raise questions in terms of you know, what did what was it about those two that made them special that made this like you know, we well, we know about what made her special to a certain extent, mm. but what about him?
0: Um well that's again like that's the thing that we're looking at here, is because we're like we're talking about the special side of things we can't get around talking about Billy and Tommy.
1: Exactly. Billy and Tommy. Yeah. So the other major thing that we get out of that Halloween episode and then going forward from there is that the kids have aged themselves up like almost you know rapidly to the age of 10. And there's something to be said about that as well. But that's, you know, an interesting idea. The idea that the kids can age themselves as and when it's convenient to them. Yeah. And like,
0: we didn't also, find out. Sorry, go on.
1: I was to no, saying no. that the fact that Agatha's... Killed Sparky, presumably part of the reason she did that was to see if they would age up, yeah. But then the other reason was to see if Wanda would just bring him back. She was testing Wanda to see what Wanda would do, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we get we get Speed and Wiccan, and they (laughs) to a point where they literally in the Halloween episode wear their Speed and Wiccan costumes, too much, yeah. (laughs) And they they develop their own powers and use them in the finale in a really cool way um and yeah and there's absolutely no way they're not coming back so no
0: well we saw that in the, in the post credits
1: we get a little glimpse of that don't we? yeah so there's there's more to come story's not over um but yeah and they were like they could have been really annoying but they were cool they were fine and you see some really there's been good some good like you know instagram stuff of those two kids like on set playing with the actual um captain america shield and the actual really. thor, thor hammer just as two dressed up as their characters as two brothers, just like playing playing around in the Marvel universe. I'm like, this is cool. Mm, um and yeah, bastards. And they, yeah. And they were just they were cool. They acted well. Um but yeah, that's nothing to be said for fucking I can't say enough good things about Elizabeth Olsen in this series. No. Or Paul Bettley for that matter, but Olson, like and again in this penultimate episode is phenomenal. But it's not just that. again, it's the different styles of acting that this, ep- this series affords them to do. Like, you know, they do the really broad 1950s housewife one episode, and then it's completely different the next episode. Like her, much as it's probably the weakest of the lot, the um, uh, Modern Family episode, she gets really weird and sort of like talking to camera, all that sort of stuff like sarcastic, like looking out the corner of her eye, completely different style of acting than she's done up in the last five weeks. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's such yeah. a showcase for an actress and and an actor. And it's fucking brilliant.
0: It is amazing. And that's part of like the theory that I've got around like Billy and Tommy as well Yeah, is the, um as it goes on, mm. like she's pretty much the same, but as soon as Billy and Tommy are born, she's tired and drained and not on edge. And it's, yeah. I think that is causing a massive, like, drain on her abilities.
1: Because mm. I'm still a little... I, I'm, I, again, the fact that they had that little um, hint at the end means we will get more explanation. But I'm a little unclear on what they were. Like, did she create them in the same way she created Vision, I guess, is the only explanation. Yeah. So they were created from scratch. But what, what confused me, I guess, not confused me, but makes me wonder about the whole thing, is that line, what she says to them in the finale... She says Thanks, thank
0: you for choosing me. Choosing
1: me to be your mum. Yeah, what does the fuck does that mean? Because that then made me start thinking, are these like someone else's kids who she's stolen and given this personality to? Orphans. Or they orphans that happen to live in this town. Yeah, it just yeah. it because you also get another little thing you get in the finale is the dotty sort of reveal. Yeah. Where she uh, like, no, my name is Sarah. You haven't let me see my 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 daughter. years how about you you let her be friends with your boys if you like that storyline we can do that (laughs) yes it's it's crazy how they're just like they're trying to you know make the best tv show they can but also try and like help save themselves it's yeah
0: and it's essentially that like wanders behind the scenes just like flapping everyone's gums and yeah telling them what they need to do but whether but then they're in actual pain
1: yeah, but the way that she in the yeah, that um when vision goes exploring, and the further out he goes from town, the less yeah. control she has. And you get these people who are just stuck on loops, like the woman who's just hanging up decorations, but she never actually but, hangs but it up. She just she gets close and then just puts it back down again.
0: But she's she crying the she's whole crying. time. It's like
1: because in you know, in reality, the camera would have moved on by now, so you wouldn't have to keep doing the task yeah just a background extra you only have three seconds of screen time so you are, you only get three seconds worth of stuff to do and then you have hmm. to start and repeat it and but she's like yeah crying as she's doing it and it's uh, it's fucked um but yeah i don't know
0: <laughs> it's just the performances are amazing like yeah. there's so much to this like we could sit here and overanalyze it all night yeah but it's, I, I think the we performances. should
1: probably just yeah get into like the finale and our thoughts on how it all wrapped up. I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it wrapped up as best as it could have. To be honest, yeah. you know, we've in, now got an introduction into magic being more in the world than just Doctor Strange. Yeah, and yeah, but
1: he was name dropped in a way, you know, more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, something that was said, um, which was interesting. Um,
0: it was at that point, though, I was like, "Oh, are they gonna?"
1: Are they going to bring you in? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was, I was like prepared for that not to happen, really. But like, I think my thing with the finale that, like, it was good. I, I and mean, it was really. I think the back end of it was better. Like when they actually got into the emotional side of things, that's where it was really good. And that's why I think that penultimate episode was stronger as an episode. Yeah. Um, but I think where it falls down a little bit, and I think where they really sort of missed an opportunity is the sort of the fight between uh, Wanda and Agnes. Yeah. Because that became basically two witches just shooting purple and um, red lasers at each other.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's like, do you remember in Infinity War when it was Thanos versus um, versus Doctor Strange?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: And they got some real crazy shit going on. Like he was like twisting the world underneath him to change the perspective of the fight. That he was like, Thanos was throwing rocks at him and he was turning them into butterflies. Do you know what I mean? Like that was real, some cosmic, like magic shit going on. I'm like, that's what I wanted to see. That's that's the kind of stuff you want to see. So, So like, it's a shame that all that creativity and sort of and cleverness they brought to the early episodes they weren't able to translate that into the sort of the visual spe- spectacle side of the mcu yeah because this is a perfect opportunity for that there would have been like, again another sort of fight i think of is like um in another franchise is that you know the fight between um Voldemort and uh dumbledore at the end of i think it's order of the phoenix sure and again, it's like a wizard on wizard fight, and like he's throwing fire at him. He's like turning it into water mid air. He's like throwing He's you know all this sort of crazy yeah. shit going on. He shatters all the glass, and as it's about to hit everyone, you know, Snape, uh, Dumbledore puts a protective barrier around, and then the and the um, glass turns to sand. All that sort of that's amazing. Do that, but instead it was just like, well, you'll never defeat me. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> like, well, yeah,
0: like the um was it just like lasers and machine guns yeah lasers and machine guns and punching one another and you go uh, oh, okay you've just moved on from
1: yeah moved on it from feel, that have you yeah. and it feels very phase 1 mcu as well in that the villain is just an evil version of the good guy yeah We've seen that before a lot <laughs> and i feel like yeah. again Catherine hahn is she's great throughout the whole series right but she, I think she's great as Agnes. When she becomes Agatha, she becomes real generic villain. Yeah. And like, and the worst thing they do to her is that fucking awful like make makeup job they do to make her into this witch that she is at the end. <laughs> they do this weird like she's got these like giant cartoon eyebrows and she's got this like weird like witchy costume on underneath loose flowing robes and she's flying on fucking wires and ADR to shit. And it's just like, really? You got Catherine Hahn, that's what you want to do to her. Everything she says is like a like generic other than line. Like and it's just, oh, that's a shame. Like she was great as Agnes the nosy neighbor. She was brilliant. Yeah. And then they just and like she's been great in well, I not
0: she had some sort of mystery and intrigue about her. But she, can she play was really Menacing
1: good and like and but also have her katherine harne you know her sort of her comedy side of things and mm-hmm. she's proven that even in animation like when she was doing um doc Ock in yeah spider verse but for some reason they seem to sort of just drop all that and then she's just like spitting sort of grandiose fucking expository crap villain dialogue that could be anybody i'm like well that's a yeah. waste is not it like yeah <clears throat> <clears throat> and that's- that was a bit that was disappointing
0: I yeah and then there was the the vision on vision show vision on vision
1: yeah so what do we think about white vision fine yeah like looks cool
0: I mean looks cool but it's is it are we just gonna are we just gonna do the comic thing which is white vision is here now and then eventually and then they're like oh no he's different he's not vision anymore this is really sad give it time he'll be back like that's kind of the, like, the thing that happens
1: yeah um i think my thing with that is like the fight itself was fine again it was very lasers and i think what they did do quite well which was the, un- the unique element of vision in terms of his when he fights is his whole phasing through in and out of things yeah they use that pretty well um but, but it's this
0: it's the same thing
1: i know i know but wait my point is what, what i thought was good and what saved it for me is when they had the conversation when they have the conversation about, and it's Theseus's ship. And I really wish they just changed it because it's the same principle as Trigger's broom. Anyone who's born in the UK will know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the exact same principle, Theseus's ship, Trigger's broom. You mean, ah, you mean Trigger's broom. I do indeed. Are yes. you are
0: you familiar are you... with the concept of Trigger's Broom? <laughs>
1: yeah, is so good. It's
0: the same broom that he's had for
1: 24 years whilst working as a street sweeper. But, but, but it's if had did... six heads and four handles. Is it the same broom? It's the same principle, but for some they have to go with Theseus's ship because this is a classy show. But I almost feel like, yeah, but Only Fools and Horses is a, is a British sitcom. Is this mm. not the perfect opportunity to bring in a sitcom reference into the German? everything yeah. this whole show has been built around sitcoms use the sitcom reference and anyway, yeah but what what i mean is that that conversation the fact that he, he, their confrontation turned into a philosophical conversation yeah. is what saved it for me because that's always been the greatest strength of of vision is the way they he philosophizes and thinks about humanity from an outside perspective yeah. um and again, so they have that whole conversation about, you know, I don't have one ounce of the original material from Vision. I'm completely new, but I have all his memories. So does that make yeah. me Vision? Or does, but you are made from the the actual physical material, but you don't have any of the memories. So which, which of us is true? He goes, neither <laughs> one of us is. It's like, oh yeah, fuck, you're right. It's the same as like, I really love the best scene in um, Age of Ultron was the scene between Vision and Ultron right at the very end where they're talking yeah. about the nature of humanity and whether they're worth saving or not.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think it, it was the th- the fact that they were like, it's just, just punching. Yeah. that was and Punching was glad... in head lasers. And then, yeah. then they go, let's, let's have a chat about this.
1: Yeah. I was waiting. I was like, I wonder how long it's going to be until they shoot the two lasers at each other. And then they yeah. meet in the middle, and then they but they had they cut to each one of them going like that. I wonder how long that and there it is, yeah. I didn't take long. Okay, but there. Like and I, said, I don't say, know
0: if that's like a pastiche now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are,
1: well, like, are they are they pastiching their own stuff? No, I think that's just that's what they that's what people expect. But like, that's is that just a trope? I think the thing is like we're sort of rolling our eyes at that, but that's what a lot of people wanted. That's what a lot of people were expecting and got annoyed with because they didn't get it in the first few episodes. So they've got to try and keep everyone happy, I suppose. Um, But the other Mm. one, whilst we're talking about um, Visions philosophizing, I think the other sort of one of the standout scenes of the whole show was that scene between him and Wanda at Avengers Compound. Yeah. That was great. And if it's going to be the thing that stays with you, you know, or stays with people for a long time is the way sort of Visions there trying to he, you know this synthesoid thing that's not existed for very long he's you know probably weeks or months old at this point yeah and he's going i don't understand what it is you're feeling because i've never had anyone to lose but i if you want to talk to me i would like to hear about because he's trying to yeah. get through to her and he just comes at it from this amazing sort of philosophical angle he goes what is and the line what is love if not what is what is grief if not love persevering oh that's nice and that is just chef's kiss that is beautiful that's a great (laughs) yeah if that is the whole if all we get out of the whole show is that and that's the philosophy of it is like it's worth it because that's that's brilliant that's just yeah that's great um yeah, and that, that's what I mean. And when, when you look at it as a whole, you realise that's what it's about. It's not about whether fucking John Krasinski turns up or not. Or exactly. <laughs> all this shit, do you know what yeah. I mean? And, like, and now that I'm sat here saying it, I'm like, I feel like an idiot because I was completely bought into that and, and annoyed when it didn't happen. And I'm a fucking idiot. I'm, I'm a child. <laughs> I don't know That's like, well, yeah.
0: the thing. Like, It's, I don't know, Like, the is like a victim of itself. Yeah. Because...
1: Because everyone expects everything everything's to be big, interconnected to everything, and everything yeah. everything to set up the biggest thing you've ever seen in your life, and it yeah. like it doesn't have to. Like I, I, and I think like, part of it is that it's coming off the back of Endgame as well.
0: Yeah. Also, it's it's, it's it's the same thing like with like the DC principle is that you know like they tried to force an expanded universe before it was ready, and you know now everyone's like oh yeah well that was really good give us more you know like, well just fucking wait just be patient like yeah like these things are going to come along like stop wrecking one thing by like you know
1: yeah like, and i realize now that like what's your I favorite
0: know. thing about the uh what's a camel
1: <laughs> well, yeah the camel yeah what is a horse um a camel is a horse designed by committee yeah that's it um but um But yeah, I think the other sort of interesting comparison to make, and maybe this will be how we close it out, is like what they almost they could have done if they if they'd made what everyone wanted them to make. Yeah, they would have ended up potentially with some big cameo at the end, distracting from the whole thing, which is exactly what happened with the Mandalorian. Exactly. So the Mandalorian, the point of Mandalorian season two, and the point of the ending of that or the finale of that is Din giving up Grogu. Yeah. And what that means for his character, what it means for him going forward. It also means him getting the dark saber is also a big deal. That's what it's about. No one talks about any of that because all anyone cares about was, oh my God, did you see Luke Skywalker? How cool was Luke Skywalker? How weird was the CGI? You know, Luke, 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 Luke. That's all anyone was talking about. Yeah. And that's exactly what would have happened if they had suddenly turned around and gone, oh yeah, Evan Peters was Quicksilver from the Fox universe and we're bringing them all in now. Yeah, that's all anyone would have talked about. You could have had the emotional goodbye with wonder and vision, but no one would have cared, no one would have talked about it because all anyone would have given a shit about was the big revelation. Or again, if you know, Ian McKellen had turned up or John Krasinski or any of them, they would have just yeah. completely stolen the, the show out of, from under, which would have been a massive disservice to Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany and the story they're telling and what it's all about. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm glad they didn't do what I wanted them to do. <laughs>
0: that's no, good like because i i genuinely i i even said to my girlfriend a couple of times dom's gonna be really disappointed do
1: you reckon yeah yeah
0: so yeah well, i was I, just convinced i was like yeah i just he's gonna be really pissed off
1: no i well yeah i i'm i think i'm I've got my crit- critical faculties aren't asked, are strong enough, I guess, to realise that what I want isn't always the best. Yeah. I get
0: that. And a lot I'm, of people don't get that. <laughs> no, exactly. And
1: that's the problem. And that's that's, like,
0: that's the thing, is that you've got the humility enough to be able to go, you know what?
1: I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is
0: that like Even if it's not just oh, you're wrong. Mm. It's just a case of going <sighs> actually. Now I've seen what they did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that was part of my frustration is that I just didn't know where it was going. I wanted to know. As I was saying to you that, yeah, the last couple of weeks of it have felt like we're getting into the final act of a Marvel movie and they keep stopping. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And there were like memes and stuff going around of of people like editing Endgame. So it was like, you know, the big build up, all the music's coming and like the portal scene, everyone's lined up, ready to go. Cap goes, Avengers. And then it cuts to please stand by <laughs> so, Yeah, And that's what it felt like to me for the last couple of weeks. And it's just been like, Ugh. so I didn't, yeah. I almost didn't care what they did. I just wanted to know what they were going to do.
0: Yeah. No, and I agree. I've seen it, right. I go,
1: yeah, you're right. That's exactly the right way to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, I was even at a stage where I was like, just, just come on.
1: Yeah. I Just I do stop think, ending it in this way. Yeah, I do absolutely think that they should have done, it should have been eight episodes and they should have combined eight and nine into one episode. Yeah. Because even the way like episode nine starts mid scene, like they're literally halfway through the the scene between her and Agnes. The rest of them have like jumped decades and different styles (laughs) and all the rest of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I say, early on it suited being a TV show. And then towards the back end is like, this isn't a TV show. You're making a movie. Yeah. And they should have allowed for that. They should have gone, right, well, let's make four episodes of TV and then, two feature length ones to see it out or something like that just play with the format a little bit um yeah if if you imagine if we it would have been it would have been say a 90 minute episode and it would have been the first 45 minutes of it would have been going through back through all of wonder's um trauma and all the rest of it seeing how she created the world and then cutting back to the present day having the fight with agatha and all the resolution yeah as a 90 minute movie yeah that's that's epic do that that would have been that would have been amazing and, we're, and we're, the thing is we can do that now now that it's all there you can just go back and watch the final two episodes back to back yeah and make your own little one division episode um movie and that is a complete story in and of itself almost mm-hmm. and it,
0: yeah like, it's, like you say it's just it's functional yeah you know you get to that position you go this all works
1: yeah yeah there's nothing nothing contradicts itself. There's no, it doesn't get tied up in its own logic. Um, we also get, I mean, we, ha- we haven't really talked about um, the introduction now of um, is it Photon? Is a superhero, uh, yeah, one of them. Um, so yeah, we get um, this is Monica Rambo and how she gets her powers. Um, <laughs> yeah, which, which is, com- is obviously a very vague. Right very vague um that was another sort of question i had going into finale is like hang on does this mean that everyone who's in that was and another fan theory everyone was like this means that everyone who's in there all the thousands of people are going to be the mutants because that's how everyone gets powers right
0: yeah it's
1: like no <laughs> again i thought about it logically and went no because what they've said is it's the act of coming in and out of the barrier is what has altered cells. that's what darcy said yeah it's like no one else did that they were just stuck in there the whole time and then wanted to shut it down like, yeah. okay, well, obviously they're not going to get powers then, you idiot. Stop it.
0: <laughs> but also, we don't know what's happened to Monica.
1: No, we don't. Um, like, before. Yeah, So, but now we know that, yeah, they get a little set up, in the in the post-credit scenes, which we should talk about, um, hmm. we get a, a scroll turns up to talk to Monica and say that, oh, yeah. and say, oh, I'm a friend of your mum's, um, and someone wants to speak to you and just points up. So presumably she's got to go to space. Yeah, um, and that's going to be set up for Captain Marvel 2 which at the moment is due to come out in November 2022 or is that um, not going to be Ms. Marvel
0: because the well, three Captain Marvels are going to be in that aren't they?
1: Yes but I, I think yeah so the, the basically Ms. Marvel is going to, the TV show it will be out by the end of the year, by the end of 2021. Really? Yeah, they're saying late 2021 is filming not at the moment cool. that, that and um, Hawkeye are the yeah. two that are set they've just said late 2021 we don't know when um so at some point the back end of the year we'll get those and then that combined with monica rambo as you mentioned we're going to get monica rambo miss marvel and captain marvel as in uh carol danvers brie larson are yeah. then going to be the three like heroes of captain marvel three uh, captain marvel two sorry sick okay which that, again, is in pre-production. It's the movie. It's one of the movies coming out next year. As is Multiverse of Badness. Yeah. So those are the two they're setting up. But I think yeah, this thing because the orders have all got flipped around. We would have been a lot closer to those movies if this had come out when it was intended to come out. Yeah. And we would have already had Falcon and Winter Soldier. We would have already had Black Widow. Got yeah. But we haven't. So this is where we're at. So now it means okay. that the. The, the length of time we're going to have to wait now between like the setup and the payoff of those two credit scenes isn't a lot longer now.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of okay with that. So, Cause like, when I was watching it, I was like, Oh, that post credit seems a bit disappointing. And then I was like, no, Tom, think about how excited you were when you saw that post credit scene at the end of Iron Man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can the wait. One. Like just... Exactly. Because the, the other one said so the one will be, um, the major one basically is wanda um looking after herself in a cabin somewhere which is probably Sokovia I reckon yeah. by the by the music cues and things like that. Um yeah. but then you also see her Astral projecting herself in the other room and reading a book which is exactly what Doctor Strange used to do in his movie. To... she's reading the dark hold. She's reading the dark hold she's reading the chapter on herself because there is a whole chapter dedicated to the Scarlet Witch and what the Scarlet Witch can do. <laughs> yeah it's like oh fuck like <laughs> and that's what that's what the one the last lines she has is i don't know about this power but i will she's going to go out and find out about herself and her power and how how she can tap into it also her costume
0: right his (laughs) the, the costume i was like because obviously we're watching it on disney plus so disney plus has got a holder um uh like a lockout image on there on the background and i was like what's that costume and i'm like oh fuck that's gonna be her costume by the end of the show
1: oh really because
0: if you look you can go oh yeah that's 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 her scarlet witch costume that's not mm-hmm. her um what's the name oops uh that's not her uh what's the name costume when she's just playing
1: wonder Well, yeah, like Wonder, like, she has a superhero costume that she goes into battle with. So, like, the costume she wore at the airport battle in Civil War, for instance. Yeah. It's all red, and it sort of plays homage to the Scarlet Witch, but it's not her Scarlet Witch costume. Now we have her Scarlet Witch costume with the headpiece and everything.
0: Hmm. Which was always just, like, artistic license, but it's, like, one of those things that over time, like, when you draw, like, Thor, for example. Yeah. Like Thor's belt is a very specific belt. Yeah. Because it's uh Megingir.
1: Yes, Thor's magic belt.
0: Yeah. And Megingir has like been drawn throughout the whole thing. And it's like that's what makes him super strong. And it's taken from like Norse literature. Uh so it's one of these things that's like it was always artistic license that was in there, but has now become part of the law, specifically now, because it's like they retconned it in the comic, so that crest crown that she wears is inherent with the Scarlet Witch mm. Phenom.
1: Yeah, and but they even like they they MCU'd that in a really cool way actually I like they because we got the the flashback scene which was a bit meh I have to say of um Agatha being put to death. Oh yeah um and all her um you yeah, know the coven of witches um but during that, her, who we then find out is her mother, like a metaphysical crown sort of appears in her head. Yeah. Like a light, a crown of light or whatever. Um, and that then sort of sets up the precedent for that's what happens with wonders to, to begin with. She just has this head, this two pronged headpiece that sort of just appears as a, as a light on her head, essentially. Yeah. Um, it's like a
0: manifestation of like the magical yeah. energy.
1: And then by the end, it actually becomes physical and real and part of the costume. Um, yeah. But yeah, the costume's great. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, I, that's all I'll brilliant. say. It's fucking brilliant. I like. I love the uh, the ones they had in the Halloween episode where they were like really over the top and comic accurate. Like the Vision's one was ridiculous with like the big yellow like boxer shorts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was that's one great.
0: thing that I'd never noticed in when you see it and the like the grey Vision or the white Vision or whatever you want to call it, yeah. um, is that when you look, he's actually got like the the superhero pants. That are sort of designed as part of the costume, and I was like, "Yeah, I've only just noticed that now that he's like in grayscale." Yeah, but I'm here for it. It's yeah,
1: and and he'll be back. I'm again. That's another great bit of like whoever's writes the vision stuff is brilliant. Like his final sort of send off. He goes, "I've been a." been a voice without a body oh
0: christ yeah that's that so good that
1: was perfect and again that's what it's all about the finale that's where like people go oh, the flight was let down the flight it was like no that shit no, is what it the show's about that's like it's not about the lasers and the bullshit well like, i agree that was a little bit meh could have been better but the bit at the end where they had to and oh god the scene where they're saying goodbye to their kids is fucking brutal it's brutal and again so yeah. well played by and it's not melodramatic it's just me and your mum are so proud of you, and like, yeah, and it's and it's written. Paul Bentley's like holding back the tears. He knows he's saying goodbye to his kids, and I'm like, oh fuck! It's like they're taking their dogs and putting the dogs down, but it's two uh-huh. little, it's two little boys, and it's like, oh fuck! This, yeah. is, this is like, and then he gets, yeah, I've been a, I've been a voice without a body. I've been a body, um, that was not human, and now I've been made a, a memory. A
0: body with no soul.
1: or just just a body with no, yeah, you know, something like that. And then he says, "Now I'm made. I'm just a memory made flesh. Who yeah. knows why I'll, what I'll be in the future?" That's just and yeah. then yeah, I, you know, we've said goodbye before, so it stands to reason we'll say hello again. Oh, Beautiful, so fucking, like mm, fucking chef's nice. kiss, chef's Brilliant. kiss. That's what it's all about. Well yeah. done. I, this, this has been a great show. Like yeah, I'd like he's yeah. had his ups and downs, and there are things that they you know, arguably they could have done things differently. Um, they set us up yeah, and they, and they got me, they got me big time. Um, yeah. They've done me good. Um, but like I say, that was all part of it. Um, and I, I think it's fucking brilliant and more power to them. And I, I can't wait to see. So they, I think the show runs a guy called Matt Schaefer or
0: Jack Schaefer.
1: Jack Schaefer. Jack. That's it. Who's, who's, there's something called Matt involved. Matt Michaelson? uh, no, Matt Shakeman is the director, okay. Director, producer, he's like the showrunner. Um, Go ahead. also worked on Game of Thrones and The Great, uh, Succession. He's worked on The Boys, so he's he's yeah, doing a lot of good TV basically. Um, but yeah, all power to that boys, guy.
0: Boys sound good,
1: yeah. Um, and well, I everybody, I can't wait to see how any, all this moves forward. I think Turner Paris is a great addition to the MCU, um, in her role, which does a great job. Um, it's a shame kind of, I think mean, we haven't really talked about what happened to her mum, <laughs> but I feel like we might see her yet again at some point. Yeah. Um, cause again, they use that and it was brutal. They had, um, Monica come back and find out that her mum has passed away in the five years that she's been gone. That was fucking horrible. Um, but what the way they set that up in that last um, post credit scene where she said, I'm a friend of your mum's and I've come to um, yeah, come to speak to you or whatever, it's not a friend of Carol's. No. It's not a friend of the captain, it's a friend of your mum. So that suggests to yeah. me that we're going to have, like... And also we find out that Monica, again, off-screen, we never saw it happen, but Monica Rambo established sword. Yeah. It's her like baby so now it means that in the mcu sword was established by monica rambo and shield was established by peggy carter which is fucking great like talk about (laughs) about power ladies in the mcu like fuck fuck wonder those are the two powerful women i mean those are the
0: yeah like and that's what i like is that there are there are powered women out there yeah that are badass and punching spaceships and
1: yeah you got firing you got,
0: laser blasts and being magic. But then you've also got those two. Normal human women yeah. that are chain literally changing the world.
1: Yeah. And that's what I like. Yeah. So hopefully I'm thinking that given the way they've done that, we'll see some flashbacks and some some stuff with it. it's uh again oh, I always forget her first name is Lynch is the surname. The actress who plays Monica. No, oh okay. No. Um I don't know. Uh LaShawn Lynch. That's it. Sorry. Lashan. Lynch. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see more of her because she's great. Was great in the first Captain Marvel and again, mm-hmm. if things had gone according to plan, she would be our 007 right now. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like she should she should be massive right now. She should be the big like Anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I have no given the way they've set that up, I think we will see more of her, which would be good because it did feel like a little bit of a short change to have her die off screen. Much as it was brutal and it was like it served this story, it did yeah. feel a little bit of a shame to not have a little bit more time with her. Um, and I feel like, given her, her as an actress, and again, yeah, not not being completely flippant, given her, the role that she's got in the Bond franchise, yeah, they, they would have had something bigger for her to do. They won't have just let her die off screen on a TV show, shall you know I mean? Yeah, I really hope not. Like, no, I'd very I very much. Because I
0: always that. sort of had the suspicion that, you know, Captain Marvel 2 was probably going to be set maybe in the 90s.
1: Yeah, well, I think that what might end up happening now then is we'll see, yeah, some flashbacks of, um, of her. Like, yeah, what happened to her after Carol left? What happened to her? And that's gonna be that's another thing that they've set up in this um in Wonder Vision as well, is that there's some sort of beef between Monica and um and Carol. Like yeah. But she gets mentioned at one point when they're talking about who could have taken out Thanos, which it's weird that they all seem to have a perfect knowledge of exactly what went down on that battlefield when they were all, like <laughs> They all go, oh yeah, well, she could have taken out Thanos herself if he hadn't initiated a blitz. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? Did you all watch Endgame? Like, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: there's, it doesn't make there, you think.
1: There was a detailed after-action report, but who gave it? Like, do you know what I mean who who told you everything? Like, Cap.
0: I was about to say Tony, but then Tony. Oh.
1: Yeah, Tony's dead. Uh, It would have been Cap or Sam. Would have been debriefed, Bruce. maybe Bruce. Probably would. Have Bruce, Bruce would have done
0: it. You would have kept extensive notes.
1: Yeah, but okay, yeah, who, nerd.
0: Who, who,
1: you fucking nerd. Um, I t- actually, that that that's a series I want to see on D- Disney Plus. I want to see each one of the surviving members of that from that fight have their debrief. Yeah. So I want to see Peter having his debrief. I want to see like yeah, fucking Hulk, um, Rocket, everyone just sat in a, in, a, in a room being debriefed by Jimmy Woo.
0: Oh my god! F- well, Jimmy Woo's um, in could potentially his have his own it. spin-off. Show him, yeah. Yeah, because people. he's in a series called Agents of Atlas. Okay. And yeah, like was that?
1: Oh, you mean the, like, the character in the comic book? You mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So, yeah, bring it on! Like, I said, look, I want Agents of Sh- Sword, and I want them to bring in stuff from Agents of the Shield. Because yeah. basically, I, you haven't finished Shield, have you? never got to the end so at the very end of shield which ran for seven seasons and has got a loyal fan base and it's you know part of the mcu easier or isn't it all that shit. but the very end of it you end up with a group of characters um including susa from agent carter joins yeah. the team which is a great little nod um but there's a group of them on a um like a lot uh sort of a, a bigger uh, Quinjet, like a, you know, a base size Quinjet. Oh, out, like the Zephyr? Like the Zephyr or whatever it's called, yeah. So a decent size, like, military plane but it's been retrofitted so it can work in space and they're out exploring space. That's their job. So it's like, and I was like, wait, like, in that finale, in that final pit, I'm like, and then they pan over and there's a thing that says Agents of S.W.O.R.D. Shortly. right? Because, you know, my passing knowledge is I knew that S.W.O.R.D. was Space Shield for all intents and purposes. Yeah, I was expecting that to happen. Apparently the producers were told they weren't allowed to use the name sword on agents what, of the shield. shield? The, oh, shield really. the shield producer said, no, you can't use that. We've got plans for sword, which is now we're starting to see it because obviously they're doing it in One Division for a start, but I'm like, okay, if you yeah. do spin off and go, right. Here's an agents of sword show with Jimmy Wu at the head of it. Like he gets recruited in sword off the back of his work on the, on the Maximoff anomaly. And it's him and Darcy and then also bring in the guys from Shield. So you've got a little um, ensemble of the, you know, fucking shut up and take my money. Like,
0: Yeah, that would be good.
1: Why not? Why not? Like, you know, yeah, Daisy and the guys out in space, like they've got all their history and stuff that you can bring to that and, and you've not wasted all that continuity. Yeah. They're the away team out in space. Meanwhile, down on the ground, you've got Jimmy Woo and Darcy. Look, it's just a billion-dollar idea, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's it's good. It's look, just humble. Like that's one of the top hundred things I respect about you. Look, is number one is that you're humble.
1: Look, but my, my, number number top number one number at the top of the humble list. Yeah.
0: My Apple Pie The is humble the, list
1: is the crumble list. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get. I guess the thing about me that's so impressive is how infrequently I mention all of my successes. <laughs> I could go on. We are rambling now. Anyway, WandaVision's yeah, hey, great. Hey, hey. Go watch one. WandaVision. WandaVision's
0: great. Go watch it.
1: Yeah. Um I was I yeah, I got taken down the garden path. Um but I, yeah, now I feel like an idiot. But I fucking I loved it anyway. <laughs> um and yeah, we will probably be back and we'll do a similar thing like this for the next show, which is going to be The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I've got my reservations about that off the back of Vision, as I've said to you is that it's like I'm worried it's going to be two stop start because that looking at the trailer for that that looks very cinematic it looks like it should be a movie yeah do you know what I mean and they've just they've just if they're midway you know, imagine being 45 minutes into like a an action movie and then they just stop and you have to wait for a week it's like mm. I, that's what I'm I mean, starting
0: to get a bit concerned about yeah but then what that's they have is, said, I'm going in with the same as this
1: yeah um but i think what they have said which will benefit is that those that there are only going to be six episodes and there'll be longer episodes right so that's the idea of this one is that like uh Feige said that generally speaking we're aiming for around six hours but how we divide that up is dependent on the show and what suits the show okay um so for falcon and soldier it'll be six long you know sort of game of thrones style episodes um whereas Wonder Vision was shorter um so yeah, it'll be interesting, but I think we'll do a similar thing. We'll wait for it all to come out, and then we'll do a. Yeah, we'll do a I don't
0: think it. going week on week is no, because
1: that no. Well, we've just discussed how bad that could be, and I, I've learned my lesson from WandaVision <laughs> in terms of like getting into the speculator. already because people are already doing that. I'm, I'm I'm worth for it. I saw the fucking trailer for the most recent trailer they put up for, for um, Falcon and Soldier. Zoom in, enhance. Is that are those scrolls, um, skulls on the back of that <laughs> wall there? Someone's literally done that. There's a point where Bucky punches someone. And it looks like there's a bunch of heads on the wall, and right. because of the way it's lit, they look like they're green. Like they could be like scroll, like mounted heads on the wall, and like fuck. Off. Uh, okay. I don't want no. Shut up. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only thing that I've speculated so far is that uh, there's that, that it might be a mad rapport.
1: Yeah, that's that's almost confirmed, isn't it? At this point, but again, I feel like that show because of the nature of what it is, it's like an action espionage show. Like, we know going in that Baron Zemo's the bad guy. Do you know what I mean? And we, like, it's not going to be less of a mystery box and less of a trying to pig, yeah. figure it out. So I think it will suffer less from the, the speculation side of things. Not to say that people won't analyse it to shit. Oh but, Yeah, every single frame's going to be just, torn apart. But just inherently in what it is, it's less, you know, mysterious. And, um, So it might not suffer too much from it, but we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Right
1: um thank you all for listening um if you haven't watched Vision, let us know were you disappointed by the finale um did you like me buy into all the theories and get disappointed by it um or did you just watch it for what it is um did it work did you drop off Like you know tell us what you thought
0: yeah let us know actually where you where you got to yeah were you 100 percent, 150 percent committed or were you 50 percent committed
1: yeah yeah um and yeah what do you
0: think about this like where do you think this is going to lead going forward in the state of you know Marvel shows because you know we know Mandalorian's got a second show but then it's getting a number of spin-offs do we think that this is going to how it's going to work with these maybe WandaVision because like we say Agatha is a good character inherently we're still looking at where Agatha's why is it when she's
1: yeah I think Agatha is almost certainly going to come back in Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Like the way she said, like, so what was said at the very end between Agatha and Wanda is she says, you have no idea what you've done. You're going to need me. She goes, well, yeah. if I do need you, i know where you are. Yeah. And that's it. So I'm like, 100%. She's going to like, you've done like something she's done is, like has some sort of ripple effect. That's going to fuck everything up, I think um yeah that include I mean, that that will also be tied into the you know the boys calling her that she hears at the very end um because that's something else we did to talk about the fact that she hears her sons calling her from inside
0: somewhere. when she's yeah looking through the dark
1: hole yeah. but that's it was interesting again i guess is that that's how even though it was fake that's how um pietro described being called
0: Oh, really? Well,
1: that's what he said. He's like, I died on the street for no reason. And the next thing I know, I heard you calling me. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's like this idea that you can reach out from beyond death and call someone. So, or, yeah, I don't know. I'd those. Anyway, either way, the kids will come back. I reckon Agatha will come back, hopefully with less makeup on. Um, yeah. But, like, I think a director like Sam Raimi, who's doing Multiverse of Madness, will know exactly how to use Catherine Hahn to, like, devastating effect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If anyone knows what to do with her it's that guy. So yeah. Yeah. Um so I'm really I'm more excited for that film than I was and I was already like pumped for it, do you know. What I, mean?
0: I still have my concerns about this the multiverse of madness thing. Yeah. But at the same time I'm cautiously optimistic. It's Sam Raimi. Well that's part of my problem. Is it? Yeah. Because I don't want it just to be swooping camera smashes and won't be. screaming and a chainsaw like it's going to, you know, Doctor Strange is going to pull out some sort of astral chainsaw. No, you won't. And then, are you kidding
1: me? You won't. They got Scott Derrickson walked off because he didn't have enough control, you know, creative control, and it wasn't going to be what you wanted it to be. Do you reckon um, Sam Raimi going to be able to come in and do his own thing with it? Mm. No, he's going to have to follow the Marvel style and he would not have signed up for it if he wasn't prepared to do that. Even to the point, like part of the reason I reckon that Scott Derris walked off of it was probably because they're going, oh no, Wanda needs to be a massive part of this and this is the story we've got for you because you need to factor in Wanda and Agatha and all this stuff. And he's like, well, I want to make a Doctor Strange movie, like tough. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Because he
0: was saying that he was taking a lot of like from the deep, I think, didn't he? The deep or something like that, yeah.
1: So, not, not was it the oath? No, was it the oath? I don't know. The deep is the one from. <laughs> it's the the guy from uh, the boys.
0: No, but the deep is um, <laughs> uh, a story around fear itself.
1: Right. Okay. So there's a there
0: was a there was an arc called Fear itself, which was when a bunch of villains all got their own hammer, like oh, shit. Asgardian hammer. Mm. And became like godlike. So there was like thought, uh, like Hulk was one, the Thing was one, uh, Tiger Shark was one, became the Deep, I think. So, yeah, and that was a, that was fucked. Yeah. Some parts of it was like seriously fucked, but, but it was all about like spreading fear. So, but then also nightmares supposed to be a part of it.
1: Maybe we we have no idea, and like there are there are lots of things you can start speculating on in terms of what has what has been, what will be the ramifications of what Wanda did? What was Agatha talking about in terms of... Yeah. Because the other thing that I sort of realised, or I remember mm-hmm. saying to you a couple of weeks ago, is that the, uh, the timeline sort of says that the, all this stuff that happens in WandaVision happens before Far From Home. Right. And in Far From Home, we then get, at the end of that, we get J. Jonah Jameson turning up, as played by J.K. Simmons. Right. We also know that in the next Spider-Man movie, we're going to have Alfred Molina is coming back, that's confirmed, as is J.B. Fox. So did Wanda do something fucky and now some weird shit's going on that's going to lead into multiverse? Right. It's maybe. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, that's
0: kind of what I thought was kind of going to be like a she sort of broke reality a little bit
1: i think yeah i think less again she's going you have no idea what you've done and then she hears the boys calling her they're they've laid a couple of breadcrumbs to suggest that might be the case and that she hasn't like because a lot of people have sort of complained that all people have said well she sort of gets away without there being any consequences to what she did in wandavision i'm like the story's not over yet yeah. No. like we don't know like again like there was that great scene where all the everyone confronted her all the people that she'd been doing this to um yeah and she did like you yeah they almost like mobbed her when she came back in and she managed to fly away yeah um but they, that's not to say there won't be consequences um that
0: amazing scene was it herb yeah
1: yeah yeah like yeah. he um, looks like, I look well, he looks like the, he's yeah like, looks look like he's just me. gonna beat yeah. her up. He says something like, "Yeah, I look at myself in the mirror. I don't recognize myself anymore. Like, what have you done? Like, I thought, just yeah, or the um, what's it then that seventy show one was that your grief is killing us? Because what happens every night we go to sleep and we have your nightmares. Fuck, no. it's like fuck me. This yeah, that, again, that's what's great about this show is not the lasers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I must admit, like there was the point when it was like." like the, the resolution of Wanda and Agatha's fight was, you know, like, okay. Yeah. It's exactly the
1: same. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah. Like I said, that's my biggest disappointment of the finale. It wasn't any of the answers we got. It was just how visually uninteresting that fight was between those two. Like that was a real missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, so yeah we'll see anyway we keep trying to wrap it up and then talking more thanks for listening everybody <laughs> we will see you on the next one there's some stuff starting to come out now we've got uh ray ray and the last dragon the new disney movie so we were yep. watching that and talking about that um i've heard good things conversely there's also um coming to america the second one of them which i've heard nothing but apparently it's fucking awful really um, yeah one stars all over the place like massively do not bother watching this critically planned it's the worst thing ever Brilliant. So obviously we have to watch it. Um, yeah. So we will be go back
0: those. to the the Omcast grand rewatch. Routes. Yes, because
1: I have never seen the first Coming to America, which is I know an Eddie Murphy classic movie. I've just never seen it. I can't explain to you why I haven't seen it, but we will watch both of those
0: um, no, no. and see. Why it seems not everyone's seen every film, have they?
1: No. Um, but yeah, so we'll go back and do that, um, and that will be an interesting one. Um, and like I say, yeah, we've got the uh, the Disney movie. We've got a couple of other things that are starting to trickle out now. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But thanks for listening. Uh, and we'll see you on whatever the next one is.
0: Bye. Bye. Whoa, there's a film on here called Planet of the Sharks. <laughs> In the near future, glacial melting has covered 98% of Earth's landmass. Sharks have flourished and now dominate the planet, operating with one massive school led by a mutated alpha shark. That seems wildly impractical.